The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 8th edition. And I hope everybody had a great weekend. Do we have a 10-game slate on tap tonight? Uh, some big, big tournaments on DraftKings, the Crazy 8s, the Mega 8s, the Mini 8s, whatever you want to call them. There's all kinds of them. Lots of money involved tonight. Um, there's also the regulars, quarter arcades, dollars, the works, just fun all over the place. Very, very interesting slate, to say the least. Um, pitching, not the uh, slate of greatness, I should say. Are a lot of bats to attack. Uh, interesting bats. We have Coors in play. Uh, let's mention that Coors um, is our biggest weather threat. There's chances of thunderstorms off and on throughout the entire evening. So if Coors rained out, it would not break my heart. I know it wouldn't break the Cubs' hearts, who probably got in at like 4 or 5 in the morning, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, looking at Vegas, you have an over-under of 8 cards Marlins, 7.5 Giants Mets, 11 Cubs Rockies, 8 Pirates Dodgers, 8.5 Indians Jays, 8 Royals Rays, 8 Angels A's, 9 Nationals Orioles, Eight and a half Yankees Reds, and we're still waiting on one with the Rangers and the Padres for some reason, at least on this book. So nothing too crazy there. Uh, McCarthy versus the Pirates, a minus 185 favorite, your biggest favorite on the board to look at. Other than that, for the most part, business per usual. Um, let's take a look at your starting pitchers for tonight. And I'll kick it off with our highest-priced option on the board, and he is Jacob Degrom, ten thousand eight hundred bucks. He has been shaky, Jacob. Jacob Degrom, his last time out against the Braves, five innings, five earned, five walks, five Ks. We used him in that game, and he looked so good early on. He looked so good, and then all of a sudden the wheels came off the bus. It was just scary. Now he's going up against a Giants team with the lowest implied team total on the board at three. Point four, which is for starters ideal. Um, going up uh, with a strikeout percentage, uh, he's striking out. Whoa, that can't be right. Oh, there it is. Is that right? 
this season, he's striking out 31.6% of the batters he's facing. If you go back from 2016 and 2017 for bigger sample size, 25.3% of the batters he's facing. The thing with the Giants, they don't strike out a ton. They're only striking out 20% of the time against right-handed pitching, but uh, they're just bad offensively. Their woe was 280. And uh, one thing I'm going to try to bring in every day if we can because it's a great tool. Um, I mentioned it on a few Bench with Bubba's ago. I interviewed Casey Bogoslaw of robaseball.com, and he runs he helps run the MLB Barrels account. And the MLB Barrels stat cast stat is very, very good. It's, you know, exit velocity of like, like close to 100, like 98 miles an hour plus or something. It's a percentage of like – of. It's something like a barrel is a batting average above 500 and a slugging percentage above 1,500 or something crazy. So it's usually a great hit, a really good hit. More often than not, it's an extra base hit, but you do get some outs out of it. But it's very, very loud contact, very, very good contact. It's outstanding. So I have the top 25 and bottom 25 barrel leaders and pitching pulled up on my screen here for you. I took notes already on my page. But um, DeGrom is sixth best in all of baseball starting pitchers right now. He's only getting barreled up 2.73. Uh, his barrel FIP is 2.73, which is outstanding. Um, his barrel percentage, uh, he's only getting barreled up 2.58% of the time he's pitching, which is really, really good. So that's little things like that. That's basically the way I read it. He's giving up a lot less hard contact than most. That just makes sense. Um, so very, very good stuff going up against a very bad Giants offense. Uh, the price tag is high. There's other arms we could target tonight, but they're not great arms. All the arms tonight have the that chance to get blown up that we talked about. There's not like that, you know, Chris Sale, who even got hit around a bit yesterday. He still got you 20-plus points, but he didn't get you the price tag you wanted. Um, there's not that, you know, comfort zone tonight that you have every once in a while. There, it's There's a lot of, uh. Um, so, Jacob DeGrom is in a really, really great spot. He's at home. Against the Giants, uh, lowest team total, like I said, that the K rate's not the best, and um, but that Giants offense is dreadful. So it's kind of pick your poison. I don't mind it. I don't like paying up that often, but tonight you don't need to save a ton of money. You can if you want to stack Coors and whatnot. You can definitely avoid Durham and save. But um, if Coors is out of play, you can move up to Durham if you'd like. So keep that in mind. Next up, Carlos Martinez, $9,800. Uh, C-Mart has been quite the mystery to us. Um, last time out, seven and a thirds, four hits, no earned, four Ks. Was outstanding against Milwaukee, but only four Ks. 14 ground balls to five fly balls, outstanding. 25 and a half points. I'll take that. Give me 25 and a half. But we need those Ks. Prior to that, eight, seven, and 11 is three prior start strikeout-wise. So we love that. Love that a lot. Um on that barrel list, he's 20th in the top 25. He's only getting barreled up 3.14% of the time. So he's definitely, definitely avoiding the hard contact, which we like to see. That probably reflects a lot of those ground balls we mentioned. Going back to the last two seasons, 22.4% of batters he's striking out. This season alone, he's striking out over 27% of the batters he's facing. That number obviously dropped after his last start. The... Um, Problem is Miami doesn't strike out a ton. They only strike out twenty percent of the time. They're an average offense. They can they can hit righties a bit. Uh, you look for left-handed bats, uh, Bohr and you know Yellick, maybe Dietrich. Um, maybe they'll throw another bat out there. But there's not a ton of left-handed bats in that lineup to worry about. Not a ton of scary left-handed bats to worry about. 
Uh, if he can navigate, navigate the lineup, he'll be in a very pitcher-friendly environment in Miami. Um, it's weird that he's a, not a heavy favorite in this matchup against Adam Connolly on the road. But uh, if you want to go there, he'll be a low, low-owned. But, uh, uh, sorry, I misspoke. I think he'll be higher-owned than DeGrom. Uh, $1,000 cheaper. People will look that way and save some money to go to Coors. But um, if the K's are there, he's in a great, great spot tonight. The K's are just what concern me a bit, but uh, definitely worth a look with Carlos Martinez. Next up, we will go Gio Gonzalez at 8,700 at Baltimore. Uh, Gio's off to another really good start to the year, 164 ERA. His FIPS a bit higher, a couple points higher, so you expect some regression, of course. But Gio just keeps getting it done. We're waiting for that shoe to drop. Uh, his last four starts, one earned run at home against Arizona. One or, uh, two run runs in Colorado, one earned run in the Mets, and two earned runs at home against Philadelphia. He's been very good. Uh, 5Ks or more in three straight starts. Ground ball to fly balls working out pretty well. He's getting you 105 or more pitches in every start. 19 or more points in three straight starts. I, it's consistency. That's what you're looking for out there. That's consistency. Um, Baltimore, as we've talked about many, many times, hit left-handed pitching bad. They're one of the worst in baseball. Not the worst, but one of the worst. We saw them get to Quintana a bit early yesterday, but after Quintana settled down, they didn't do anything. It was just like that first inning, troubles, and then and he almost got it out. He had two outs. He just couldn't get out of it. But after that, he was in a comfort zone for the most part, and he shut them down. You got uh, Gio, who – where was it? He's striking out 22.2% of the batters he's facing. And Baltimore against left-handed pitching, striking out 27.2% of the time. That I like a ton with Geo. Um, the blow-up potential is always there, but going up against a team that struggles mightily against lefties, you just kind of avoid Machado. Uh, Mancini's good against uh, lefties. Uh, you avoid those two guys for the most part and just kind of hope the other guys don't catch, run into one. Geo's not in a bad place at 8700 bucks. Uh, Brandon McCarthy, 8600 I like a lot tonight. I know we liked him a lot last time when he let us down, but prior to that, he's been great. Uh, 8600 bucks at home against the dreadful Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, before that last start against Philly, we're in five innings, eight hits, four and one walk, three Ks. He has been really good at Arizona, home against Arizona, at Chicago. Uh, Pittsburgh is league average, I'd say, against right-handed pitching. Downside, they don't strike out a ton, striking out less than 17% of the time against right-handed pitching. But McCarthy, like I said, heavy, heavy favorite, heaviest on the board, um, striking out over 24% of the batters he's facing. Uh, that Pirates offense, we saw it over the weekend again against Milwaukee. They're just dreadful. It's such a bad offense. Um, on a slate like tonight where it's iffy, uh, Hill's ownership should be low. Uh, McCarthy at 86, definitely on the radar. I'll mention Trevor Bauer. I wouldn't go heavy on Trevor Bauer, but... Um, he has a good K rate, close to 22% of the time. Um, Toronto's offense is dreadful. It's in Toronto, which makes them better. It's a nice hitting environment there in Rogers Stadium, uh, Rogers Center. Uh, but below, like a 286 Woba against right-handed pitching is below average. Uh, they strike out 22% of the time against right-handed pitching. Bauer, it's like, it's all or nothing. He's either going to get lit up, his ERA is over 7 or he's going to pitch great because he still strikes out a ton even when he gets lit up. Uh, if you look at Bauer's DraftKings points is what we really care about. You know, stats are stats, which are great. 
But what we care about DraftKings points, last start out, he got destroyed, minus 6.2 points. But prior to that, even when he gave up four runs against Houston, he struck out eight, got you 20 points, almost 21. At Minnesota, gave up two runs, still struck out seven, got you 24.7. So it's all or nothing. If he's getting the strikeouts, you got a shot. Toronto's offense is dreadful. It's an interesting GPP play. Not many are going to own him because he's in Toronto. They'll be scared away. It's an interesting play. I will definitely say very, very interesting. Trevor Cahill, 7,600. I loved Cahill when he was like in the sixes or below. Uh, He's moving up the list, folks. At home against the Texas Rangers. Cahill's coming off another great start. He pitched at home against Colorado, six innings. Three hits, no earned, seven Ks for almost 30 DraftKings points. Uh, he's averaging almost 21 a game. His price tag has skyrocketed, like I said, up to 76. On that FIP leaderboard, he's the seventh best pitcher in the top 25 in the FIP, or, uh, in the, the barrels. 2.42% of the time he's getting barreled. Very, very good percentage there. Um, on this season alone, he's almost striking out 30% of the batters he's facing, like we've mentioned in the past. He's, getting, he's got a great swing and, uh, swinging strike rate this year. Uh, he's getting a lot of soft contact, which the barrel percentage obviously tells you. That's why I'm giving you the barrel percentages. It's another way to look at soft contact outside the normal, just hard contact, soft contact numbers. It gives you an even better idea of the, the big shots that are getting hit off of them. Um, you look at the Rangers, another part, like I said, Kale striking out a ton of guys on his own. You got to watch the walks. His walks are still above 11%, but uh, the Rangers are striking out almost 24% of the time against right handed pitching. We saw them in, in Seattle over the weekend. Very, very disappointing. We know they have the talent, all the talent in the world in that offense, but it's been dreadful all season long. And Cahill it continuously gets low owned. And with that price bump, I think it'll be really low owned. He's definitely a GPP dart. I wouldn't mind rolling the dice with him tonight. Uh, ownership levels wise and everything. Definitely keep him on the radar tonight. Trevor Cahill, 76. Another GPP. Most of these are all just kind of darts now. But Blake Snell, 7400 bucks. We talked about him last week as a punt. And he was great. He goes. He's at home against Kansas City. The worst team in all of baseball against left-handed pitching. The worst. Snell's last start out, five innings, six hits, two earned, nine Ks, got you 20 DraftKings points at 6700 bucks. His price tag has gone up, rightfully so. Like I said, facing the worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Like I said last time, Snell is all or nothing. It's, you know, he's going to strike out the world, and it's just ma- maintaining walks, which he's doing 13.3% of the time, but he's striking out guys 23.1% of the time. The Royals strike out 23% of the time. Snell's a nice, like, minus 150 favorite, which bodes well also. He's a very interesting play in this one. Uh, I like him a lot against Kansas City in that pitcher-friendly ballpark in Tampa Bay. It's all about the walks. If he's controlling the walks, he's going to be in a very good spot today because Kansas City's bad, really, really bad. After Snell, you got in that same matchup, an interesting one is Nathan Carnes at 7,200. Another dicey one, former Ray, got traded to Seattle this offseason. Coming off a six-inning, one-hit, snow-earned seven Ks against the White Sox, where he was phenomenal. He's been off and on this year, uh, giving up the long ball. That's his problem. He had four home runs a few starts back in Texas. Uh, but he's had five Ks or more in three straight starts. Uh, that's just the big thing. His long ball is always there. Got to worry about that. But the K rate has been there as well, and that's what you're looking for against Tampa Bay. Uh 
With Carnes, he's striking out guys 23.6% of the time, but he's walking guys about 10%. you got to watch out for that. But but the Rays are striking out almost 26% of the time. So just like Snell, it's the, you know, what if. The Rays, we like those lefty bats. They can rake. I like the Rays' bats, but I wanted to throw Carnes out there as a nice, very nice sneaky GPP play. Uh, huge K upside. Just about keeping the ball in the park. You know he's going to give up one or two. Can they be solo shots? Can you still strike out eight plus? That's the question. You got to roll those dice. And last but not least, the massive dice roll of the day would be Adam Connolly at $6,400 at home against St. Louis. Very nice pitcher's environment, like we said with Seamart. Connolly striking guys out almost 21% of the time. And uh, But he's walking guys at almost 11%. Another problem, as we talked about with most of these punt guys, Cardinals are striking almost 23% of the time, and they struggle mightily against left-handed pitching. Uh, Woba of 272, which is not good. Not good at all. Below average. Um, not a lot of guys in that lineup that scare you against left-handed pitching. Uh, Adam Connolly is a reverse splits pitcher, so you have to watch out for that. Uh, lefties actually hit him better than righties, which is even better, because then you only have to worry about like Matt Carpenter, because I doubt they'll put Adams out there. Maybe Wong will be out there still. So in a righty-heavy lineup, he does better against righties than lefties. I'm scared to use him, but he's very intriguing on this board of a lot of what-if pitchers. You might as well save some money and get some better bats at times uh, if you're looking at GPP plays. That's all I'm saying. Cash games, no way in hell. Not a chance. But GPP, if you're going for the nuts, these are the kind of guys that have to hit for you to make it happen. So Connolly at 64 just keep him in mind. I'm not saying he's a must play. I'm not saying Carnes or Sneller, Cahill or Bauer are must plays, but they're all GPP options that if if they go off can be very, very sneaky and very, very good. So you got DeGrom, Seamart, Geo, McCarthy. I like any one of those four as stables. Uh, Geo, the least of the four, but he's still pretty solid in my mind. Um, McCarthy at 8,600 versus Pitt. Pitt 3.48, the second lowest implied team total on the board. Second to DeGrom against the Giants. And then you got Bauer, Cahill, Snell, Carnes, and Conley as your kind of interesting punt options. Now let's take a stroll to the bats, and we'll kick it off with our normal catching position. And we got Gary Sanchez, 4,800 bucks in Cincinnati against rookie Davis. The Yankees outside of Coors Field, is definitely one of the better stacks on the board. Rookie Davis is horrible. They sent Amir Garrett down for some reason, and they kept Rookie Davis up. Haven't read all the details on that. I just saw the, the note passed through on my phone. I'm curious on what exactly all went went on in that. You got Wilson Contreras and Coors at 46. Miguel Montero and Coors at 42. Uh, Posey against DeGrom at 4K. I would kind of steer clear there. Matt Wieters against Gosman at 36. Gosman's a mess. Gosman is the third worst in all of baseball uh, in barrels on the bottom 25. Gosman at almost 6% of the time he gets barreled up. He's only striking out about 13% of the batters he's facing this year, and he's walking over 13%. Not good numbers, Johnny. Not good. But uh, we knew that with Gosman. Okay, after Weeders, we can go to Russell Martin at 35. He's been struggling, but like I said, Bauer, it's all or nothing. So if you're going on the nothing side, there you go. Salvi Perez against the lefty, 34. Um, Yasmati Grandal, the Dodgers, okay, you got Coors Field. That's your obvious. Then you got Yankees and Dodgers are your 1A and 1B. 
Dodgers are way cheaper than the Yankees. Throwing that out there right now. But Grandal at 3,400. I know Grandal is slumping. I get it. But Grandal against a righty's always in play. And this Williams kid for uh, Trevor Williams for Pittsburgh. Let me give you a quick rundown before I go any farther. Uh, he was a great starter in the minors. Great numbers. Came up to the bigs. He's been in the bullpen. Just hasn't figured it out. Um, so far this year, 5-4-0 ERA, but his FIPS 5-3-1, his ex-FIPS 5-7-0. So they're saying that's pretty much where he's supposed to be. Last year's ERA was 7-8-2, a FIP of 6-7-0, and an ex-FIP of 4-3-0. So maybe a little regression. Still not ideal. He's given up, uh, he's, his ground ball rate this year is 28%. So a lot of fly balls, not good. Um, he's given up a home run this year, home run per nine, 1.54. Last year, 2.84. Uh, he's walking 5.4 per nine, only striking out 7.7 per nine. He's never been a big strikeout arm. That's never been his bag. Um, let's look at the splits tools real quick so I can give you an even more defined um, look at things here. Uh, Verse, well, this is a small sample. Let's look at his career real quick. That's just 2017. He's only got 11 and two-thirds innings. So for his career, uh, it's still a small sample. But left-handed batters, 255 with a sl- at the slugging of 574 and a Woba 372. Righties are actually hitting 346 with a Woba of 407. But he's given up four homers to lefties, two to righties, uh, 12 earned runs to lefties, six earned runs to righties. Uh, so keep that in mind. Very hittable, looks like, from both sides of the plate. More power from the left at times than right, uh, but pretty even overall, I'd say. Uh, he's not good. That's the bottom line. Trevor Williams for Pittsburgh, not good. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be able to go in the game. That's big as well, so you're going to get a lot of Pittsburgh bullpen. So that's why the Dodgers are very much in play there. So Grandall at 3,400. Sorry for the tangent at the catcher's position, but before we got farther, wanted to break that down for you. Uh, we go to Yadi Molina, 3,300 against Conley. Steven Vogt, 3,100 against Nolasco. Um, here's another tangent for you. Nolasco is going to try to pitch with an ankle injury. He kind of got his last start pushed back. He's going to go tonight. He is also sixth worst in barrels uh, percentage in all of baseball. He's getting barreled up 10.07% of the time. Not good. Not good. He's striking out guys at 19.4% of the time. But he's getting barreled um, – 10% of the time, and when he gets barreled, his FIP is 5.95, almost a 6 FIP when barreled. So those barrels are turning into bad, bad news. Um, so he's getting hit very, very hard is what we're saying. He's hurt. So if that injury re-aggravates or he gets pushed early, you're getting a lot of Angels bullpen, which is really, really bad. So the A's are always cheap. Um, I know they're boomer bust. And they're in a bad stadium for like, the outbursts all the time. It seems when I really recommend them, they don't do crap. When I don't recommend them and I play them, they do great. Um, it's a very nice spot for Oakland again tonight. So vote at 3,100 is a sneaky look at catcher. Uh, Chirinos, if he plays against Cahill at three grand, is always nice. You have um, Austin Hedges against Nick Martinez, the fly ball pitcher at 28 as a sneaky catcher. Go that direction if you want. Devin Mezzarocco is back for Cincy. Facing Tanaka, um, Tanaka flew in last night before the game ended, so he got a full night's rest and like the rest of the team. Ball should be flying out there, though. Uh, Cincinnati is on fire. Tanaka, 
21st worst out of in the top 20, bottom 25 in barrels. He's getting barreled 5.88% uh, of the time. So it's not horrible, horrible, but he's at the bottom 25. Just wanted to mention it to you. Uh, Mesoraco's back from the DL. He's an interesting lefty bat. Uh, Ryan Hannigan for Colorado. If he's the starting catcher tonight, he's only 2,700. I like using him as a cheap catcher in Coors. Uh, Arietta, I love stacking Colorado tonight versus Arietta instead of Everyone's going to be on Chicago and Coors. I like Colorado more. Arietta flew in with the team because he pinch hit last night, so he's not on a full night's rest for one. Um, he's been giving up a lot of hard contact this year, even though he's on the softer barrel percentage. He's actually in the he's number thirteen in the top twenty five at, but it's still four point oh eight percent of the time. It's just the FIP against it is very low, so he's he's avoiding damage when he's getting hit hard. Is what it's coming down to. But uh, he's getting hit hard, a little harder to avoid damage in Coors Field, wink, wink. Um, he got in late, and he's a sinker ball pitcher, and ball does not sink in Coors Field. Keep all that in mind. Hannigan at 2700 bucks. Hopefully I'll get all my tangents out of the way after the catcher's position. Just throwing it out there for you. And that should just about do it for our catchers. Let's move on to the first base position. And we have Anthony Rizzo in Coors at 5600 against Sensatella. Sensatella, just like Tanaka's uh, number 24 in the FIP uh, at the bottom 25, getting barreled up 5.3% of the time. FIP of 482 when he's barreled. Um, his K rate's very low at 13.25 this year. That's always been his problem. But he's been bobbing and weaving and getting it done this year. But Rizzo, 5,600. Ryan Zimmerman, 4,700 against Gossman. Love the Nats tonight there. After the Yankees and Dodgers, and it's just funny, that's how all the team totals work out. They are definitely in play. There's more expensive. Some of their guys are more expensive than Coors Field. Zim, 4,700. Gossman has been a mess when it comes to the barrels. Gossman is third worst in all of baseball. Go to the bottom 25. He's number three. Getting barreled at 5.92% of the time. But when he's barreled, his FIP is 6.37. So those barrels turn into loud production. Very loud production. As we've noticed through his season, which has been a disaster. He should be well-rested, though, because he had a short outing after his 77-mile-an-hour curveball ejection against Boston. But Zimmerman, 4,700. Joey Votto against Tanaka at 46. Votto, I believe, left yesterday with a bit of an injury. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Jay Bruce against Matt Moore. Bruce can hit lefty, so don't be scared. Matt Moore is the worst in all of barrels. He's the bottom in the bottom 25, number one. Barreled 9.21% of the time. His FIP 6.56, which is the highest. He has been dreadful this year. Just dreadful. Um, I know it's a good ballpark. The Mets, as a team, suck against lefties. But he's given up a lot of loud contact. So uh, a lot of people aren't talking Mets from what I've read and everything. Uh, their implied team total is 4.1. It's not high. But Moore has been so bad. They could be an interesting stack. They let us down. They let me down on Sunday, but it uh, could be interesting. Edwin Encarnacion, slow start to the year. He's 4,300 versus Stroman, making his return to Toronto. So if you look for that return, revenge type angle or whatever you want to call it, he's an interesting play. Matt Holiday with the DH in play might not be in the lineup. If he's in the lineup against Rookie Davis, all Yankees pretty much against Rookie Davis are in play. He's 43. Will Myers against Nick Martinez is 4,300. Padres sneaky stacks tonight, 4,300. Mark Reynolds and Coors, the guy's having a great year. He's only 4,200. It's Colorado stack, loving it. He's 1,400 cheaper than Rizzo. Matt Carpenter against Conley, 41. 
Carlos Santana against Strowman's 4K. That's not a bad play. Strowman's been good, but he's not striking anybody out. So a lot of balls in play in that ballpark where the ball flies. Things can happen. Pujols against Graveman at 3,900. Graveman, uh, some loud contact this year against him as well. Keep an eye on that. Chris Carter has been starting at first base uh, with uh, Bird on the DL. In that small, great American small park against Ricky Davis at 3,800. Chris Carter can be a very nice piece of that Yankee stack real cheap. Uh, Kendris Morales against Trevor Bauer. Morales, 3,600, has been raking. Cody Bellinger, first base outfield. I love drafting because he was first base forever when he's only playing the outfield. Now he's he was outfield forever, and then Agon goes on the DL, so now he's just playing first base. Now he's first base outfield eligible, so now we have all the flexibility in the world with Bellinger. He's 3,600 against Williams. He might be my must-start first baseman of the day. I love Cody Bellinger. I love him, period. The guy can just rake. He's awesome. He's great. That price tag at 3600 with the production you can get in that lineup tonight against that pitcher, wow. You can play him in the outfield if you want to pay up for a more a higher-priced first baseman or if you want to go big in the outfield. You have so many ways to play this one. But 3600 for Bellinger, I love him in your lineup tonight in first base or outfield wherever you want to take that angle. Uh, we'll go down a little ways. I mentioned Trey Mancini earlier against Gio Gonzalez. He hits lefties well. He's first base outfield eligible. He's 3,300. Ryan Healy, great pass success against Nolasco. He's first base and third base at 3,300. We got Lomo going up against Carnes. I mentioned Carnes. Got a lot of home runs. He's 3,200. Wilmer Flores, he's uh, the lefty killer for the Mets. He's first base, third base eligible at 31. Justin Bohr. Mentioned how Seymour struggles against lefties. Justin Bohr's 3K. Uh, Justin Smoke is on fire the last week or two. Uh, he's hitting the ball really, really well, especially from the left side. He's 2,900 against Bauer. Uh, it's tough to punt at first base. I'm really honest about that. With all those options I mentioned above, really tough to punt at first base. And for some reason, you get the urge to. Justin Smoke is not a bad one, but uh, really tough to punt there. But super low owned. You just like this guy, this is one that I, the price tag still baffles me. He's produced night in and night out. Yonder Alonso, 2800 against Ricky Nolasco. I wish we had expensive pitching tonight because this is a value play that this, he should be at least 3800 or at least 35 Like, come on, this guy just continues to mash the baseball. Barrel after barrel, home run after home run. Yonder Alonso, uh, he's got great history against Nolasco, taking him deep a couple times. Hitting around 300 and like 22 at bats or something. I know it's a small sample, but come on. And if you get to that Angels bullpen, 2800 bucks. Damn. So there is your first base position. Lots of lots of bats to target there. Bellinger might is the play, but man, there's some good value there. Plus the uh, lots of lots of angles at first base. Like I mentioned, there's tons of bats to target tonight. Tons of bats because the pitching's just so blah. Second base, Daniel Murphy, 4900. Um, great spot against Gossman. Yeah, Zobrist and Coors, second base outfield eligible at 48. Javi Baez and Coors at 47. LeMahieu and Coors at 44. Uh, yeah, Jose Ramirez against Stroman. He's second base, third base eligible at 4K. D. Gordon, another lefty against Seamart at 4,000. Um, I love how Ian Happ is still in the minors for the Cubs. DraftKings has him at 3,900 bucks. That's good stuff. Uh, we got Starlin Castro. He's been batting cleanup for the Yanks uh, against Rookie Davis at 3800 bucks. That's a really good-looking play. Part of the Yankees, that's 
two guys in a row under 4K with Chris Carter and Starlin Castro. Uh, you got Jed Jericho, second base, third base at 3,800. Brad Miller. Yeah, they mixed up the lineup again a bit with Kiermaier struggling. Miller batted second yesterday. It's not a bad spot if you're stacking the Rays against Carnes. He's 36. Down here with Salarte, 36 against Martinez is good. Uh, Neil Walker, switch hitter against Moore at 34 is in play. Uh, Jed Lowry against Alaska is 27. He's always an interesting play for value-wise. Uh, Adam Morales. Adam Rosales, second base shortstop at 2,300. Better against lefties and righties, but definitely there. One I forgot to mention. Where did he go? Oh, there he is. First base, third base eligible on the Mets. He's been batting second. He's been playing pretty well of late. He is 2,800 bucks, TJ Rivera. So another punt, first base or third base. Just sucks at those two positions. But if you're stacking the Mets, he's batting second against Moore. Going over to third base, Chris Bryant, 5,500 against Sensatello. Arenado, 53 against Arietta. Machado, 51 versus Gio. Rendon, 44 against Gosman. Rendon's, after that big game a couple Sundays ago, he's, still, he's been hitting pretty well for the most part since. He's kind of kept it going. Mentioned Ramirez, mentioned Jericho already. Uh, Jose Reyes swinging a good stick. He's a switch hitter. He's 3,700 against Moore. Chase Headley against rookie Davis in that ballpark. I love that play at 3700 bucks. Very much in play. Ryan Shemp, big power guy. I guess fly ball pitcher Martinez, 3700 bucks. Definitely decent look there. Uh, Eduardo Nunez playing well. He's 3600 Third base shortstop eligible against DeGrom. Justin Turner, right-handed bat against right-handed pitcher. We know how he likes to do that against Williams, 3600 Good value play. Louis Valbueno. Against Graveman, 3,400. Not worst play in the world. Joey Gallo, if you want that home run potential, 3,400. I mentioned Ryan Healy already. Uh, Josh Harrison's day-to-day. So and he's playing McCarthy, so we'll just steer clear there. Mentioned Wilmer Flores already against Moore. Derek Dietrich, lefty against Seamart, if you want to go there. 2,900, I'd probably stay away. Mentioned TJ Rivera already. Uh, Christian Arroyo, he's been playing well, but he's 2,800. A third base shortstop eligible. I'd probably look elsewhere today. Not really worth that gamble. Let's head over to the shortstop position. We got Trey Turner, 5,200 against Gossman. Francisco Lindor, 46 against Stroman. Like that a lot. Uh, Story, 4,600. Addison Russell, 45 against Sensatella. Corey Seager's 44 against Williams. Dodger stack's looking better and better. Aledemus Diaz, 3,900 versus Connolly. Didi Gregorius, 3,800 against rookie Davis. I could see Didi going blast off today. I could see that. I really could. Rookie Davis, I know he pitched well against Pittsburgh, but the Yankees are not Pittsburgh. The only scary thing is them getting in so late. Who's going to sit, and how tired are they really going to be? I get it. That's a strain on a body. Good thing Chicago to Cincy is a short flight. Like It's not going to be that bad, but... You got to think of those things. They could be worn out. This could be like a great spot for Rookie Davis to shut him down out of nowhere. I will not pitch him. There's no chance in hell I would throw him. But this is a game on paper where the Yankees could score double digits. But watch them score like two runs. We stack them and they piss us off. It's just that's baseball in a nutshell for you. Everything points to them scoring and you should play them. There's no reason you should not play the Yankees. But just watch. Just one of those things. He's had that weird feeling. Um, Tim Beckham's 3,100 against Carnes. 
Uh, Pat Valeka, Colorado, continues to be a $3,100 shortstop. When he's in the lineup, he's been producing. Went yard yesterday. Sneaky play when he's in the lineup for some value and some Coors access. I like that a lot if he's there because Colorado's the team we like in that game. I don't mind the Cubs. You never mind the Cubs, but everyone's going to be playing them, so you want to bob when they – you want to weave and bob. You want to do it all. So there you go. Going to the outfield. Harper missed the whole weekend. He's day-to-day. If he comes back, he's supposed to be back today. That's what they say. Facing Gossman at 5,400. Trout's been out a couple days. He's supposed to be back against Grayman at 53. Blackman's 52. That's a great play. Great play. Desmond, 5K. Schwarber's 49. He's been hitting them all really well the last few games. Mitchell Zobris already. Aaron Judge, 4,600 in Great American Small Park. Holy crap. That could be a fun one. Very fun one. Cargo, struggling mightily. I'd probably look elsewhere, but he's 4,500. Uh, mentioned Jay Bruce. Giancarlo Stanton, double-donged on Sunday. He's 4,400. Almora Jr., if he's playing, he's 4,400. Adam Jones, 43. Brett Gardner, 4,200. I like him a lot. He's been playing well. He's got five homers in his last two weeks of play. Uh, in that ballpark, he could easily go deep, if not steal some bases against Davis. Gardner's a good play at 4,200. I like Billy Hamilton. I talk about him all the time. Tanaka is giving up um, a lot of loud contact. He's not striking out guys like he usually has. He's been pitching well of late, but overall, it's just not the same Tanaka. So playing some Reds is not the worst thing in the world. Um, Hamilton can get on. He can steal bases. He's playing really, really well. Shit, he's averaging 10.6 DraftKings points per game this season. Billy Hamilton, of all guys. He's 4200 bucks, and no one plays him, ever. So, GPP-wise, sneaky play. If you just want, like, a one-off or put him and Votto together as a one-two punch or whatever. Like, he can play him by himself for all I care. 4200 bucks. he's sneaky. I'm not saying he's a must-play, but just always keep Billy Hamilton on your mind, especially in a matchup like this. Uh, Jason Worth, 4100 He double-donged on Sunday. Gaussman's worst against right-handed left-handed batters. Definitely a good look with Worth at 4100 Joey Bats, 4,100. Christian Yellick, 4,100. Jacoby Ellsbury went deep on Sunday. He's 4K, very much in play if he's playing. He's been banged up and off and on in the lineup, so keep an eye on him. You got Adam Duvall at 4K against Tanaka. Maybe a game stack. Uh, Yankees-Reds game stack could be sneaky. I'm not saying it's the best play in the world. I'd almost do a Yankees-Dodgers stack if you could work that out right. That would be pretty awesome, but... um, I might have to go play with that later and see how I can make that work the best way. But that's an interesting stack. Uh, you got McCutcheon at 4K. Senju Chu at 4K. Conforto, 3,900. Not a bad look. I know it's a lefty. Uh, K with a Chris Davis against Alaska at 3,800. That's too cheap. Uh, he could easily go double dong today against Alaska. Like I said, Alaska, a lot of loud contact. He's hurt. Angels bullpen, all those things. Chris Davis, solid. 3,800 bucks. Great, great play. If you want a one-off in Oakland, there's your one-off in Chris Davis. Um, Jock Jams, he's back. He's 3,700. Definitely in play against Williams tonight. Like I said, a guy that gives up one and a half, over one and a half home runs per nine this year. He gave up over two and a half last year. A guy like Jock Jams, that plays right into his wheelhouse. Uh, Low Kane used to be a great guy against lefties. He struggled this year. If you're going to play any Kansas City guys against Snell, he's one of them. 3,600. Rajay Davis, 3,600. Cole Calhoun, 3,600. There's Bellinger again. Don't forget him. He's 3,600. Too cheap. Randall Gritchick hits lefties well. He's 3,600 bucks. You got uh, Steven Souza Jr., 3,500 against Carnes. Don't just think lefties only when you have Souza Jr. hits righties very well. 
Remember, Carnes gives up the long ball. C. Dick, 3,500. Definitely a play leading off. I love some C. Dick tonight. Scott Shevler, 3,500. A sneaky play for the Reds. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, 35. Kiermaier's been struggling a lot. I might look elsewhere, but he's 34 if you want him. Not saying ignore him, but he's 34. Marcelo Zuna at 34. He's been swinging a great stick. Uh, Hunter Renfro with that home run upside at 34 against Martinez. Mentioned Trey Mancini. Colby Rasmus is back, that left-handed stick. He's already hit one home run since returning. He's 3,300. Cheap outfield option. A lot of cheap value players tonight and no pitching to target. So frustrating. Aaron Hicks. There's our guy. If Ellsbury is out, Hicks will be hitting, hitting towards the top of the order. 3,300 bucks against Rookie Davis. Outstanding play tonight. If he's in the lineup, you got to make sure of this. But if he is, he's a great play against Rookie Davis. 3,300 bucks. The way the Yankees and Dodgers are so cheap, you could like pick one of them and match them with the Rockies and get exposure to Coors that way. This is just crazy. You could mix and match. There's a lot of ways to do this. Plus the A's, you could sprinkle. You could, you could play with this tonight, folks. Or you can mix some Nationals in because Nationals are expensive. They are, they're priced like their Coors field. We can get weird. We can get weird tonight because there's a lot of hidden options. Uh, Kevin Pillar is on fire. He's still only 3200 bucks. Don't forget about Kevin Pillar. Swinging a great stick. He's stealing bases. He's doing it all. Jorge Soler is back for the Royals. He's 3,200. I wouldn't play him, but just want to throw you, throw it out there. He's back. Always a homer potential facing a lefty. Uh, Joey Ricard should be leading off against Gio. He's 3K. Not the best play in the world, but he's there. Andrew Tolles swinging a really good stick the last week or two. Don't look at the season totals. I was doing some research over the weekend, reading some stuff. He's been swinging it really well over the last week or two. He's a only 3K, leading off for the Dodgers against Williams. Good, cheap, sneaky part of that stack. Uh, Tommy Pham will be chalky as chalky. He's 3K against the lefty Connolly. He had a big week since getting called up. They'll see he's averaging 22.7 DraftKings points this year. He's only played a couple games. He played great. He might play great again. But we've seen him in the past, in years past, and he keeps going back to the minors for a reason. So don't, uh, don't go all in on him. I'm not saying don't play him. He's still in a good spot, but... He's going to be super chalky. You don't want Tommy Pham chalky. That's just stupid. You want like Aaron Judge chalky. You don't want Tommy Pham chalky. Um, as we filter down to the cheap range, uh, what else do we have here? Tyler Moore. No, 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 no. Matt Joyce, 2,400. Alaska is definitely worth the look in that one, especially towards the top of the order. Uh, Shane Peterson for Tampa, if you want a $2,100 outfielder against Carnes, is okay. I can get behind it, but I don't think you'll need to go that cheap tonight. I really don't. I don't think you need to go below 3K, to tell you the truth. Uh, pitching's not that great, and there's tons of value on this slate. So there you have it, um, your 10-game slate. Really quick recap, pitching-wise, you got DeGrom at 10-8 versus the Giants. Giants implied team total of 3.4. You got Seamart versus Miami at Miami, 9,800. Implied team total 391. Gio Gonzalez, 8,700 at Baltimore. Implied team total 449. McCarthy, 8,600 versus Pirates. Implied 348. Second lowest on the board. Uh, like him a lot. Uh, Bauer, 7,900. Toronto, implied team total 434. Cahill, 7,600 versus Texas. Implied 426. Uh, Blake Snell, 7,400 at home versus Kansas City. Implied team total 371. Third lowest on the board. Nate Carnes, 7,200 at Tampa Bay. Implied total of 429. 
and Adam Connolly at home or St. Louis implied team total of four zero nine. Uh, stacking, you got Coors, you got Cubs versus Sensatella implied total of five seven one. Colorado versus Arietta implied five two nine. I would go Colorado over Chicago. I think Chicago still hits, but ownership wise, I think both teams hit because Arietta's giving up some big contact. The sinker won't sink there. Um, you know, is anybody going to throw a great area to easily could? Sensatella's proven he can pitch in Colorado. Chicago's getting in late. I'm just trying to play any angle I can here. Um, and Colorado's ownership should be lower than Chicago. There's the angle, the biggest angle for me. Yankees versus Rookie Davis, I love. Implied to a 473. They're very affordable. Uh, get that in mind. Dodgers versus Williams, 452 total. Love the Dodgers, super affordable. Don't forget Bellinger, first base outfield eligible at $3,600. Nats versus Gossman, 4-5-1 total. Um, definitely, definitely Nats in play there. Tampa Bay versus Carnes, the lefties. Uh, Mets versus Moore. Padres versus Nick Martinez is intriguing at 4-2-4. Um, real quick when it comes to Nicky Martinez. Lefties are crushing him, but the righties are hitting him just fine as well. Oakland versus Nalasco, 4-1-5 implied team total. Both sides are hitting them over 300. Righties are hitting them better than lefties. So keep that in mind. I love Alonzo still, but Healy, definitely in play there. Um, but oh, Chris Davis, K with the Chris Davis. Love him if you want a one-off. Like I mentioned, Carnes, right-handed bats are hitting Carnes better than lefties. So keep that in mind. Um, so Sousa Jr. is nice, but I love C. Dick. I'm not going to shy away from Lomo and those guys. Not a chance. Uh, Gossman, I mentioned earlier, righties better than lefties, but lefties are hitting close to 300. Everybody's hitting Ricky Davis. Everybody's hitting Trevor Williams. And, yeah, that'll just about do it. Tons of good stuff there. I hope the barrel stuff was good for you. If it wasn't, let me know. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. DM me, message me, whatever you need to do. I'm here to help. Uh, I'm not going to do private chats. I'm not going to do coaching tutorials or Anything, I've gotten some questions. We're not going to be a paid site. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Uh, we're here to help you guys out. So uh, hit me up with any questions. Check us out, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. Big UFC 211 coming up this weekend. Recording our preview podcast as normal, Wednesday night. Check that out. But let's make some money tonight. Very intriguing slate. Hopefully we hit the right pitchers. Uh, give you some interesting targets. Uh, bats for days. And uh, good luck. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, Monday, May 8th. See you later.